You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Sri Lankan tea rushes to the rescue. India's monsoon rainfall exceeds 2021 totals. Vancouver hosts a big bubble tea festival July 22nd and 23rd. And the fifth edition of the annual Teas of the World International Contest is now underway. Tea producers from around the world are invited to submit entries to AVPA, the Agency for the Valorization of Agricultural Products. Samples are due by the 1st of August. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Elliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Tea traders are harvesting prized foreign exchange dollars essential to Sri Lanka's financial recovery. Sri Lanka exported $1.3 billion worth of tea in 2021, up 18% compared to 2020, according to statistics provided by the Sri Lanka Tea Board. Freight on board prices averaged 916 rupees in 2021. FOB prices averaged 867 rupees in 2020 when exports totaled 1.2 billion. Production and export volumes are down, but prices at $3.62 per kilo US dollars are substantially higher this year making it possible to exceed last year's revenue. The Tea Exporters Association writes that uncertainty makes predictions difficult, but improved demand as Middle Eastern countries benefit from high oil prices, lower production volumes due to the weather and the application of less fertilizer, combined with a substantial currency devaluation and the long-term general preference for better quality tea, will sustain pricing. 
political strife, protests, runaway inflation, conflict, and a sagging global economy have severely depressed tourism, the third largest source of foreign exchange reserves at $4 billion. Given the circumstances, investing in tea is a safer bet for Sri Lanka. A critical unknown is the role of newly appointed tea board chair Naraj Damel. Damel is scheduled to join us on next week's Tea Biz podcast. Production declined by 5 million kilos in May, leading to lower exports compared to 2021. But the FOB average price was 1,200 rupees per kilo, an increase of almost 1,000 rupees per kilo compared to the period of January through May 2021. Iraq is now the top buyer, replacing Turkey and Russia. In June, monthly tea prices for all three elevations averaged 1,254 rupees, about $3.51 per kilo in U.S. dollars. June is the sixth consecutive month in which the average remained above $3.50 per kilo. The April 2022 average of $4.09 per kilo was the highest since February 2018, according to statistics compiled by the Tea Exporters Association of Sri Lanka. Sanjay Kure, COO at Continental Tea, writes that, quote, the existing shortage of fertilizer, diesel, and transport issues and other production inputs sure is a bad combination for international buyers who require Ceylon tea for their blends. They have started paying up higher prices since May and will continue to do so until they find alternative Orthodox teas from other origins, end quote. He predicted Orthodox tea producers in India would benefit. He writes that an immediate concern is a warning from Sri Lankan shipping agents that major shipping lines may no longer accept cargo departing and arriving at Colombo because local agents have failed to remit payment in U.S. dollars. Dananjaya Silva, managing director at PMDT, said, quote, The nation's tea estates are still working. The auctions are seeing good volume and prices are firm. The factories are operating despite rationed electrical power, and workers are getting to the fields despite a two-week ban on sales of petrol to the public. Tea gardens began stockpiling fuel last year, and while few contractors have that capability, the contractors can borrow fuel from their clients. Quote, Bear in mind that this industry has always weathered turbulence and has adapted. Business Insight Tourism generated almost 12% of the country's gross domestic product in previous years. Viewed as an engine of growth, revenue peaked at $4.4 billion in 2018 when the industry employed more than 400,000 workers. In May 2019, the number of visitors declined by 70% following a series of Easter Sunday bombings that killed 250 people. Fatalities included 42 foreigners. In 2020, revenue fell 50% due to the pandemic. Visits were growing in 2021 as lockdowns ended. 
More than 20,000 visitors arrived from Eastern Europe in January of 2022. The following month, the Russian invasion of Ukraine virtually eliminated travel from both of those countries. Russia and Ukraine nationals previously accounted for a quarter of Sri Lankan visits. During the past 40 days, torrential rains inundated thousands of hectares of tea in Assam and West Bengal, lowering yields, killing dozens of tea workers in mudslides, and sweeping aside infrastructure. The Indian Meteorological Department reports that countrywide, India has experienced a 9% increase in rainfall compared to the previous year. However, 85 districts remain unusually dry, including 12 districts in Tamil Nadu. Prior to the June arrival of the southwest monsoon, the countrywide rain deficit was 18% compared to 2021. Assam rivers are receding after a record 1,000 millimeters of rain in 24 hours that fell on June 17th, driving 200,000 from their homes. Villages in Silchar and Kachar were underwater for weeks. However, groundwater levels remain stubbornly high, posing a threat of waterlogging, a condition that will kill even mature trees if roots are submerged for longer than 45 days. The Assam branch of the Indian Tea Association estimates production declined 27% in June due to flooding, even though there is an overall rainfall deficit of 5% in the northeast. June tea production in West Bengal's Duars was down 21%, and output in Tarai Gardens was down 19%, due mainly to cold weather. Tea plants thrive in loamy, sandy soil as roots must be well-drained to prevent rot. The Prahatmaputra Valley's water table is normally at least 90 centimeters below the surface. But researchers at the Assam Agricultural University report that tea plants every year are experiencing more prolonged periods in standing water. Ironically, flooding reduces water uptake, leading to cell desiccation. In other words, the leaves die of thirst. In common cultivars, leaf drop rises to 40%, and survival is reduced to 55% after 40 days in standing water. Quote, All the clones of our crops here are neither drought-resistant nor flood-resistant, so the tea gardens in the region had to bear the brunt of the floods, said Dipchal Deka, Secretary of the Assam Branch of the Tea Association of India. I'm sitting in a Yifang Cafe in British Columbia on the west coast of Canada, sipping one of the Taiwanese fruit tea chain's new summer offerings, peach grapefruit green tea. The beverage is Sunset Orange. I ordered it with 70% ice and 30% sweetness. It's cool and refreshing on this sunny summer day. Not too sweet, 
the bursts of fruit flavor that travel through the bubble tea straw up the yummy factor. Plus, they deliver that extra boost of vitamins. Bubble tea and fruit tea shops are everywhere here. Within a few blocks of where I'm sitting, I can count five just off the top of my head. British Columbians have embraced these Taiwanese drinks, so it makes sense that Canada's largest bubble tea festival will take place in Metro Vancouver. Mark your calendar. Vancouver Bubble Tea Fest will take place July 22nd and 23rd in Burnaby, a city just outside Vancouver. Yi Fang will be there along with 19 other bubble tea vendors. Attendees can visit the vendors and learn about their unique takes on all things bubble and fruit tea, like Yifang's summer beverage that I'm having the pleasure of sipping while I record this. Van Bubble Tea will hold a pearl judging contest. Traditional pearls, grass jelly, aloe vera, red bean, all of your favorites, and many more. After trying out some exciting new recipes, and refreshed takes on old classics, you can vote for your favorite bubble tea shop. Awards will be given out at the end of the two-day event. Your experience at the festival will be capped off with games, a talent show, live DJ, dance performances, trash and fashion show, and even a car show. All of these activities are included with your $10 admission ticket. And, of course, there's a section devoted to delicious food, like Taiwanese fried chicken. I'm a big fan of Korean fried chicken, so I'm looking forward to trying out some Taiwanese fried chicken. Grab a bite to complement your refreshing bubble tea and find a place in the picnic area to enjoy food, drink, and entertainment. For more information about Canada's largest bubble tea event, visit vanbubbleteafest.ca Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending July 9th, 2022. The weather continues to cause concern in the northeast. Incessant rains have led to a drop in tea production. Indian media reports a drop in production of 11% in Assam, 16% in Kachar, 21% in the Duars, and 19% in the Terai for June 2022, as compared with June 2021. This has been further aggravated by the drop in prices at the auctions, along with an increase in wages in North Bengal. In auction, sale 27 saw a good week at the Kolkata auctions. Hindustan Unilever was active for CTC and dust, while Orthodox tea saw good response from the Middle East. Exporters were also keen on Darjeeling second flush teas, but the overall average prices were lower than the previous week. In Guwahati too, Hindustan Unilever was active. Average prices were marginally lower than the previous week, but there was also a decrease in the percentage of outlots. In the south, CTC dust sold well in Cochin, with exporters picking up some orthodox dust. Leaf tea is sold reasonably well, with exporters to CIS in the Middle East active for orthodox leaf. Hindustan Unilever was also active for orthodox leaf. About 25% of the total quantity remained unsold. Kunur saw a good response from major blenders for CTC leaf and CTC dust, while exporters continue to be active for orthodox leaf and select CTC dust. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan. 
a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate smartphone-control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, T-Biz travels to Paris, where the fifth edition of the annual Teas of the World International Contest is underway. Tea producers from around the world are invited to submit entries to AVPA, the Agency for the Valorization of Agricultural Products. Samples are due by the 1st of August. AVPA's annual tea competition offers more than a medal. The organization was founded to assist producers of a range of agricultural products, including edible oils, coffee roasted at origin, and chocolate elaborated at origin. During the past five years, AVPA has elevated the status of tea producers, large and small, not only on the global stage, but more importantly, in their local markets. Joining us today is... My name is Ksenia Leap, and I'm a development responsible at AVPA, Agency for Valorization of Agricultural Products. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. How do AVPA, and specifically the Teas of the World competition, benefit the tea industry? WPA exists for already 20 years. This year, we we have done our 20th edible oil contest. But speaking about tea, this year will be the fifth edition. And from the very first year, we created this contest to uh, help the producers we have the teas from all over the world because we don't have only monovarietal teas but also the herbal teas and that give the possibility for the producers to compete with different countries and to have a feedback from a very professional French-speaking jury. So each time if producer wanted from the beginning to have a feedback, they puts the information for us, and if they want the medal or not, they will have this possibility. You must love tea. Will you tell listeners about your preferences? I love tea. Frankly speaking, I prefer different herbal teas because in my childhood, uh, I drank a lot of uh, herbal teas. But now, um, with the five years of experience at AVPA, my passion is to taste the different teas from different countries and um, very, um, I'm looking for something original. AVPA seeks to elevate awareness of tea producers globally 
not just in France, although French astronomy is the framework by which judgments are made. Will you talk a little bit about AVPA's recent initiatives, such as the effort to increase participation by African producers and efforts to draw attention to European tea producers? The contest is to inform the producer that we exist and what we are doing. After the contest, we are proposing for the producers to help them if they need our help to do some marketing or strategy decision, maybe. So our jury, that the an international consultant in tea industry, and uh, they can help the producers also about the Africa or um, uh, Latin America countries producer, for sure. We are in touch always. We are trying to be in touch with the um, cooperative or the associations in this country. We are explaining why it is important to help the producers. We are um, closely in touch with the Prom Peru, for example. This is an association based in uh, France who are helping not only tea producers, but also coffee and chocolate producers. They are helping to send the samples for our competition. And after the competition, we are helping to find the distributors. The medal, it's not only to open the new markets. It's, first of all, the recognition for the local market. It's the recognition for the work done. AVPA then provides marketing support to contestants long after the competition. AVPA support doesn't end with the award ceremony. Once the contest ends, the producers are free to reproduce the medal on their packaging, but unfortunately not every producer understands why they need to do this. So we have some videos to explain. We schedule Zoom meetings with the winners after the contest. I am an experienced marketer, so I explain to the producers how can they use their medal not only on the packaging, but in their communication strategy. That is very important. Winning an EVPA medal for producers is also a fantastic commercial instrument. If they need to apply for a credit at the bank to buy new machines or something else, for example, or maybe to finance an expansion, it is very, very helpful to explain that they have a diploma and are recognized in Paris by an international tea contest. It is a reassurance to clientele during ongoing negotiations. It supports favorable decision-making and improves the producer prospects. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. 
Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.